0: Welcome to the Season 1 Bad Movie Awards, brought to you by Beer Brand Beer. If you're thirsty for beer, drink Beer Brand Beer.
1: Alright, welcome back to Exceptionally Bad. Brant. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. And I'm Danny. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we are excited. It's we have had a got our first season behind us. We are doing our first award show. Yes. Super excited. So We've have- been
2: talking about this for episode after episode. I'm really uh, excited to be here. Yeah. So I wasn't uh, that the original idea. We have to find out a way to do an award show. What should we talk about? <laughs> we've got the red carpet rolled out. We're not in Texas, however, but we are having a good
1: time. We've had the carpet out for a while. Nobody showed up yet. So That's right. maybe season two. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get right into it. We've, we have a ton of movies that we've seen. We have a ton of really exciting categories that we have uh, broken our nominees into. So let's get right into it. All right, first nominee, most mind melting use of food in a romance scene. The nominees are Cool as Ice, The Ice Cube Wake Up Scene, Troll 2, Popcorn, Supergirl, Coconut Milk, Masters of the Universe, Bucket of Chicken, and The Mac and Me Milkshake. All right, what do you guys think? <laughs> this is a tough, <laughs> tough
2: category. I know. There's a lot of memorable scenes uh, behind this. This is.
3: I find it. Funny that we could o- that we were able to isolate
1: Troll Two down to just the popcorn. There was so much food. <laughs> I mean,
3: movies about food.
1: <laughs> it really is. the most absurd one, though. Absolutely, yes. has to be the popcorn.
0: Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, but the coolest. But I ice. mean, come on,
1: that
3: ice cube on Kulo's cool as ice that like
0: and that's like the defining scene in the movie. It's yeah. so
1: memorable. My son constantly tries to drip ice cube water into my mouth when I'm not paying attention. <laughs> like, it is a staple in our home now. And I don't know if I'm excited or if I'm really disturbed by it. <laughs>
2: i tell you, when I think of that coconut coming out of nowhere and bopping Ethan on the head and then Supergirl crocks it open and is like, oh, what's in here? And starts feeding him coconut milk. It's pretty random. So,
1: That was the moment they fell in love. I know, right? I don't know. For me, I just have so many fond memories of the bucket of chicken scene from He-Man. Like, There's so much wrapped up in that. Like, There's... They're disgusted. Yep. They're so confused that people eat, you know, animals. And there was a man-at-arms
3: whole, whole...
1: The you, birds and the beast talk with yeah, his daughter. Your mom over, and I
3: used to do that
1: before. I
2: know. His An adult year old daughter. His adult
1: daughter. Who's probably
2: been around. Right. You know? I don't know how to say that tactfully. All right. The milkshake scene in Mac and me is a little tame. They're driving along in the van and... Sharing a milkshake, so it's not as magical, I have to say, as the others. But that's true. Yeah, it is pretty. It's probably the weakest in the category.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mac, and me.
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry, young McDonald's love.
1: All right. Do we do we feel we have enough information? I think so. Let's do vote? a vote. Okay. okay. All right, folks. So for this, for the awards, we're going to be doing live voting. So we're going to give a brief explanation of what the category is, and then each of us are going to hold up. Um, a number corresponding to who we think should uh, receive the BM award. And then any ties will be decided by producer Danny. And then we'll let you know who's the winner.
2: All right. Sounds good. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll walk you through it. It's, it's not
1: hard. Nate struggles with numbers. Um, all right. Let's uh, on the count of three. Uh, one. Two, three. Troll 2. Troll 2. Wait, yeah. hold on. You
3: have to say it right.
1: And the BM award goes... <laughs> son of a butt. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even say that. <laughs> all right, hold on. <laughs> and the BM award goes to... Troll 2 for popcorn. Congratulations, Troll
2: 2. <laughs> deserve yeah, very well deserved amazing. it. very well deserved. And it's seared into my mind. Yes, yes. yes. Our next category is most eye rolling inner conflict. The nominees for the Bad Movie Award is Trent Isn't Creative from a Talking Cat, Chris Can't Swim from a Talking Cat, and Ed Uh Canby Is it Canby? Carnby. I'm sorry, Ed Carnby from Alone in the Dark, where he has a literal inner conflict of some kind of alien inside him that's dormant. Trent isn't creative. Remember that one? That was a very quotable line. And,
3: uh, Trent, what's wrong? He's all, like, a job." At the I'm not creative. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I would
0: argue every character in that movie has an eye-rolling intercom. That's like true. It. That's the whole movie.
1: I mean, that's that's the what movie. the cat is there for. Right. There to tell them. That
2: <laughs> that's right. That I'm that a talking cat. just sitting there rolling its eyes the whole time.
3: In character. <laughs> Chris wants to date that girl, but he's too afraid to
1: because he can't swim. <laughs> I remember when I was first dating. First dates were the worst, because I was like, at what point do we is it appropriate to say let's get in the pool? So I can completely, completely relate to poor Chris.
0: <laughs> All I can say is I was I lucked out. Like Chris, I lucked out, some random guy came to my backyard, was like, Man, it's hot. Can I just swim? <laughs> I happen to be a, I to be like a lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> a lifeguard.
1: And then uh, Ed Carnby. Ed Carnby, which... <laughs> so... His is a literal inner Yeah, remind you, <laughs> he, he finds out he has a severed ancient alien or something... Like centipede something, thing centipede on his thing spine. Centipede thing attached to his spine, and the doctor asks him, Hey, do you want to remove it? <laughs> he pauses for a second says, Nah, it's, it's dormant. We should probably just leave it. <laughs> I'm
4: good.
1: <doing it. laughs>
3: Shall we okay. vote? Okay. Let's vote. Yep.
2: Okay. One, two, three. Oh, and the voting is unanimous. 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 Wow. And the BM award for most eye-rolling inner conflict goes to Trend Isn't Creative from a Talking Cat. Man. I hope he sincere, <laughs> because that is a really <laughs> tough thing to get over.
3: <laughs> Life has got to be hard. <laughs> The next
0: category is Most Exceptionally Bad Musical Number. The nominees are The Sugar Shack Dance Scene from Cool as Ice, The Towel Dance Scene from Justin DeKelly, The McDonald's Dance Scene from Mac and Me, and The Death Metal Scene from Alone in the Dark.
2: I love this category. There's some really strong contenders. So, um... Oh, the first one is Cool as Ice. That whole scene... Where he's dancing with her in the in the party, the local, and they town. like get down horizontal on the ground at one point. That's <laughs> what gave it its R rating. So crazy! It wasn't, it wasn't R rated. It was crazy. Up, and then that towel scene from Justin to Kelly. There was nothing like that I've ever seen in my I know, life, and I hope to never see again. <laughs>
3: oh uh, and then the random dancing in the middle of. Mac
1: and me at McDonald's. There was nothing random about that. That was the pinnacle fit, of that movie. It, it fit and in I perfectly. And I will fight anybody who believes otherwise. <laughs> it has nothing to do about aliens.
2: It was 100% a movie about a dancing bear boy in McDonald's. It had Ronald McDonald. It had that Mac in the bear suit doing the soft shoe, And then it had, like, football players doing backup the numbers. It was yeah. incredible. It People was People, like, dancing
0: on the parking lot. Um... Although, so the death metal scene in *Alone in the Dark* it might be the only thing I enjoy actually enjoyed
3: yep. in
1: that movie. Yeah.
3: Luckily, yeah. you can find that clip on YouTube and just watch that. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> and
0: it happens in, in the Magic Loft, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. In the dark and yeah.
1: completely out of in, nowhere. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this is the best part of this movie. Yeah. But so that, this is a this is a hard category I think to vote in. Very lot of strong contenders in this one.
1: Yeah. Having said that, are you Uh, guys ready
3: to vote? I am ready. I think
1: I know which one. This one's pretty easy for me.
3: Give us a countdown when you're ready. All right, five, four, three,
0: two, one. Oh, and the BM goes to Mac and Me from McDonald's Dance Team.
3: Congratulations, Mac and Ronald
2: McDonald. Yes.
3: And the next category is Most absurd. Animal Performance. And the nominees are Darstar's Hawk from Solar Babies, Duffy the Cat from A Talking Cat, <laughs> The Nut Spider from Supergirl, and The Bear Suit from Wicker Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, what's wrong? I love this category so much. <laughs> I'm like crying a little bit. That's so I thought we were doing the bees.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Does Darth Star have a hawk or an owl? It, it's an owl. <laughs> it's an, Is it an owl? Yeah.
3: Was, it's an owl. That was the stupidest hawk I've <laughs> ever seen. Well, disqualified. <laughs> Somebody needs to teach that owl how to act more like a hawk. Anybody have anything they want to say about any of these animals other than
1: Darstar's owl instead of a hawk? Um, I mean, let, let's explain what a nut spider is, though. What? I know, I know. It was a major player. So, okay, go back to Supergirl. Um, As part of Faye Dunaway's magic potion to get boys to love her, um, she had to do... Remember, she made that weird potion that she put in that malt liquor that she gave to the tree cleaning guy. As part of that, she had to put a spider inside of a walnut and then drop it into boiling oil or something. Anyways. It gets sealed up. And the the spell
3: would last until the spider crawled out of the nut.
1: out of the nut. Yeah. Yes. It
0: was a moving performance by that spider. It really was. I felt like maybe Christopher Reeve, when he saw the performance by the spider, he was like, I, I cannot, I can't compete. I'm not going to be in this. I think that's probably the real reason he backed out of Supergirl. Um,
1: I, I would agree with you on that one. I mean, that I mean, spider just left it all on screen. I mean, that's just science. Yeah. I mean, it, it can't speak. So it had to do everything through. It had to emote through its exa- eight legs. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Those mandibles. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it. yeah. I get I choke up just thinking. It stirred something in me. I mean, yeah, Duffy.
3: <laughs> Duffy was an amazing. He solved everyone's problems by telling them they though? were
0: talking to a cat.
1: Did he? <laughs> You're mean, talking to a cat, aren't you? He, he didn't even get to one of his final things. <laughs> that's <right>? true.
2: <laughs> Duffy like, was the main character in the movie. Uh, I mean, that's right. Bob it's ben named after true. him. Yeah. He's the So he did a really good job of. Leaving kibble on the floor, and, and we didn't confuse <laughs> Duffy for a dog like we That's confused true. the hawk for, for the an animal, owl, right? So, talking
0: <laughs>
3: fish, <laughs> and then the bear suit. I mean, it, it was a toss-up between the bees in that movie or the bear suit, but the bear suit was way more entertaining than the bees.
1: Absolutely, I mean, so, the bees you never see them, right? right. Just a
3: fog, kind of right? Background. I mean, yeah. and that bear acted just like nicholas cage
1: it was yeah it was it was plus we don't
0: have enough trophies to give one to each bee. (laughs) yeah that's that's
3: true all right is everybody ready to vote i think so we'll do a countdown 199 (laughs) (laughs) okay three two one and the bm award goes to duffy a talking cat
1: Alright, the next category is most exceptionally bad practical effects. The first nominee is Mac from Sir Stretchy Mac from Mac and Me. Next up is Bowdai, the glowing bowling ball from or, Solar Babies, the Omega Hedron Spinning Hand Prop from Supergirl, and the Sixth Vestigial Finger from Turl's Hand from Battlefield Earth. That was a lot of really hard oh, words, guys. <laughs> you did well with that category. Okay. That's a
2: tough one. You know, Stretchy Mac, I still remember as one of the most exciting scenes when I saw <laughs> Mac stretch for the first time when the car crashed and when he was going through the fence. Like you know, they did all these different special effects, and it just was so original and he unique. It looked like it taffy just, stretching. Yes, right. it like was crazy. When
0: they got sucked into the
1: spaceship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The vacuum. Well, chin. it was off-putting with. When he, like, splats on the windscreen yeah. and he's getting <laughs> his electrocuted. <laughs> and his eyes There's are rolling different
2: around. Different effects for different kinds of stretchiness. It was right. really original. I thought the other
1: ones, too, with when his hands were stretching off screen to grab something and it looked like just a, a stick. stick with some hands on the end. <laughs> right. and somebody was exactly. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's great.
3: Uh, Bodai is a white ball with, like, blue and red lights inside. Yeah. Um, what more can be said?
2: Well, I mean, it harkened <laughs> back to the more you know, and we talked about this in oh, the yeah, episode, but yeah. the more you know episode, uh, you know, the PSAs yeah. on NBC yeah. star that you've, you've seen before. It just reminded me of that. So it's kind of reminded me of my childhood, which is kind fun. Of... <laughs> well, the Omega Hedron, though, I mean, it looks like a prop,
1: right? So right. it's like, the other stuff, it's like, okay, that was like a weird thing, but this would literally look like... They're obviously holding a prop in their hand. They have to hold it a certain way so so that they're hiding the mechanism. (laughs) Their hand has exactly at the screen so you can't see the mechanism behind it. So
0: when I see that, it reminds me of... Do you remember when you first meet the Storms? On Big Trouble in Little China, yes, yeah, and and the one has those back scratchers. Oh right, yep. and yep. he's spinning around. Don't, don't even like, they, a fan. They don't even like <laughs> yes. try to hide that it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, got a little But I loved that. Yeah. Well, the the, the, the yeah. sorry, I'm going to say the, the word right, Omega Headron. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of that. Yeah, but I don't think they were doing that on purpose in Superhero. Right. No. no. And so, this is kind of a tough what it's a tough one for me yeah because they're each of these movies actually have some effects that i did like yeah remember the ridiculous robot in that's trying to to destroy in solar that could pluck a bird's eyes out and it it, it, it was programmed to enjoy inflicting pain yeah Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) so, so there was actually some kind of cool things with that effect right um One of my actually favorite things comes from Mac and me with the vacuum cleaner scene. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was one of the best things I think I've seen in any of these movies. So it's like we talk about these exceptionally bad silly ones that we like. Yeah. yeah. When when there actually are some good good effects in most of these movies. And and they're few and far between. I I
1: would argue that Battlefield Earth did actually have some practical, cool practical sets and some practical things that were pretty cool. But like his floppy sixth finger like why even do that? disappearing never worked and like they're
3: never quite moved that they yeah, had. That's right. and they're gigantic I, I know what
2: about the death scene when he's falling and you know in the, in the cavern or whatever there's that death scene in battlefield earth the infinite falling yes yeah. Yeah. yeah i know you were a big fan of like the
1: nose things from battlefield earth and their
3: the nose plug yeah
1: they're are horrific <laughs> dreads as
2: well it was, just, it was very memorable. Off, anyway, was,
1: uh, yeah. All right. Let's take a vote. I'm going to count down this from 17. 17. <laughs> 16, just kidding. All right. 3, 2, 1, go. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the winner is back. No, no, no. no. Say it again. The BM. And the BM award. no <laughs> He's like, what did I do wrong? Like, I'm
3: like, Don't hold, hold it in. Interest. That's number one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, everybody shut up. Okay. <laughs> Wait. And the BM goes to Mac and Me for Stretchy Mac. <laughs> Congratulations, Mac.
2: <I> <laughs> All right, our next category for... Exceptionally Bad Movies is for Worst Career by, I'm sorry, Worst Career Casting. All right, do that over. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but that was terrible. <laughs> and our next category for Exceptionally Bad Movie Award for Worst Career Casting goes to, uh, first nominee is Tara Reed as a scientist. Yes, I, I, I read that right. Uh, Our second category goes to Sylvester Stallone as a truck driver in Over the Top. And our third nominee is Johnny Whitaker as a computer programmer CEO in A Talking Cat. (laughs) All right.
3: So... Johnny Whitaker, you know, he just needs algorithms and variables. variables, And he can make anything work. He (laughs) He can even turn a a book light into a scanner.
2: You know, after I watched that movie and thought about that a lot, he was such a great child actor. Yeah. Uh, Just had quite a career. But, man, he was bad in that role. He was just miscast (laughs) as a computer CEO. There's no way I'd ever believe that. Yeah. I I would not
1: believe that he works in the mailroom. Right, like yeah, he just doesn't seem qualified to do just about anything. Right. in software development.
2: Not from that performance no, in that no, movie. No, no.
0: just didn't. He'd see be it. good in catering.
1: That's true. I don't know. He couldn't keep couldn't keep the food off the floor. He was really upsetting
2: to the caterer in that movie. <laughs> so like, maybe not
1: a good idea for him. I don't know. I you know, I haven't met a whole lot of truck drivers, but Stallone. At least he was, like, truck driver adjacent. You yeah, know? that's I'd be true. Like, I could buy you, potentially, as, you know, a truck I, driver.
3: I really had a hard time believing him as a truck driver until he turned his hat around, and then I was like, you know...
0: It's almost like mm-hmm. a switch went it, off in, in your so head. switch, that's right. yeah. and he became a truck. That's yeah. just...
3: <laughs> he was supposed to be a truck driver, but he kept becoming a truck. <laughs> and, I mean... Tara Reed. Tara Reed. She was definitely smart enough because she wore glasses. She
1: had the same... Occasionally. And her, and she, and her, her, hair was her ponytail went up occasionally. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't buy her as a scientist for a minute. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah. if you keep saying a thing over... Like, I'm a male model. Right. Um, I can say that over and over. Nobody's going to believe that. Um, I believe Until you. they see my, my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just take your glasses off and let your hair down. Yeah.
0: That's my problem. Let's see. Glasses on, hair up.
2: I'm smart for work.
1: Rest development. All right. Let's do our
2: voting. All right. We've got a winner. And the BM award goes to Tara Reed as a scientist in Alone in the Dark. The next
0: category, most exceptionally bad near-death experience scene. And the nominees are Eric falling off the cliff in Mac and Me. Eric dying in the fire at the convenience store in Mac and Me. Eric nearly getting hit by a car on the freeway in Mac and Me. Mac's parents nearly dying of thirst in the desert from Mac and Me. Hey guys, should we vote now? Um, uh, well, actually, so- Actually, forget it. I mean, the the BM goes to Mac and me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm wait. I'm hearing something from the producers. Oh, oh, sorry. The fire scene uh, has been disqualified as a candidate because Eric actually dies in that scene. That's
1: fair. That's fair. <laughs>
0: Thank you for fact checking that, Danny.
3: so does that mean I'm worst parent hey don't say that about yourself <laughs> you're not the worst you're just exceptionally bad
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man
3: our next category is worst parent and the nominees are Cat's parents from Cool as Ice Eric's mom from Mac and me Mike's mom from over the top and Mr and Mrs
1: Waits from troll 2 any thoughts so <laughs> the I, I think the sleeper here is the mom from over the top because we she had zero performance she had she, well no she had a couple flashbacks oh that's true but upon analysis <laughs> she is the one that caused literally the entire every problem Horrible thing that happened. She's the one that didn't share any of the letters with the son, didn't. What? And but somehow still kept the one-way communication to dad, right? Which made him think that maybe the son was getting this stuff, right? <laughs> I don't know. Karma yeah. killed her that's, off. That's all I know. That's horrible.
3: This is a pretty tough category. Um, what? Uh, what is it about Mister and Missus Waits that put them in this category?
1: I mean, for me. I mean he the the son is an absolute hero, right? Like yeah. anybody who's willing to stand up at the dinner table and just do number 1 all over the dinner table to save everybody, uh-huh. uh, that's a parenting win in my book. <laughs> and if they can't recognize that,
3: that's right. they their, their lack of services recognizing, to recognizing <laughs> yeah. his hero, hero's, heroism. heroism. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's good. Uh Eric's mom, you know, she uh Sees the creepy footprints running out of the house, out of the shower, and thinks it's one of the neighbor kids who just took a shower in their house the day after they move in.
0: And buys the house on the cliff with their son in a wheelchair. Right?
1: Well, and also didn't warn him, apparently, because he seemed very surprised that there was a hill that led to a cliff. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: that that was that was a combination between Mac and Eric's mom, trying to get him... To fall off that, cliff yeah, too. I can give her Mac. Let that. him
3: out. He was an accessory. <laughs> uh, and Wait. then Cat. Yeah, I was going to say, Cat's parents. And by Cat, we mean what's her name, Catherine.
2: Catherine. Yeah,
3: yeah, not Duffy the cat, but Cat from yeah, His cool parents weren't in, as far as we know. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> well, they were. They were a witness protection program. Former cop, you know, had trying to keep their kids safe, but obviously didn't do a very good job. And then because they were on national news. Right. Well, and also, also, and they, with, they go grocery shopping when the when the mob shows up and gets them twenty four hours. Right. Like Who does that? Do you need a baguette? Oh man! And like, where's the little? What's the little boy's name? Like, where is he? Timmy was his name. Timmy. Kidnap me, uh, Timmy. Wasn't he supposed Kidnapp to kidnap me, Timmy? Right. Was, from the toy line. He was supposed to be on the toy line. Yeah, that was where he was supposed to come and uh, <laughs> pick him up from practice or something. Yep. Oh, right yeah, yeah, yeah no one he's picked he's him that. up from,
0: nobody cared. nobody picked him up from baseball <laughs>
3: oh i don't know oh
1: johnny cared all right let's get your votes uh, ready man i'm torn on this one okay this is a tough tough one okay
3: okay the countdown three two one and the bm award goes to cat's parents from oh. cool as ice
1: Okay, the next category is Most Blatant Product Placement. And the nominees are Mac and Me, Supergirl, Over the Top, and From Justin to Kelly. All right. A few of these had a mountain of product placement. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, Mac and Me was a
1: commercial. Mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, So talk about Mac and Me then. So Mac and Me
0: was like a Coca-Cola and McDonald's commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Almost literally. I mean, Coca-Cola
3: was literally a life-saving elixir in this movie, and multiple, yep. multiple times. And key scenes happen at McDonald's, and the girl works at McDonald's, and they talk about the food.
2: Yes. And they pretty much produced the movie. I mean, and yeah, that was that's already, right. McDonald's, right? It was like, actually like, let's make a movie. The Ronald McDonald the... Foundation. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing that Burger King didn't sponsor it, because otherwise, it'd been called like The King and I or something. <laughs> I mean, Supergirl had a ton of stuff, too. Absolutely. She Pop- had, like, knockoff brands, though. Popeye's
2: Chicken, I think a lot of Mountain Dew. Um, A&W, um, A&W. Ruby,
1: right? a and yeah. 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 Coconut Water.
2: Um, <laughs> Before it was big. <laughs> <laughs> Daisies. Over the top.
1: These aren't quite as in your face, but there were plenty.
2: Uh, yeah, there were at the end scene where they're in the big... Uh, the arena, whatever. The arena, yeah. The, the convention... Uh, they had I mean, all these different products that were being... Not to mention the convention itself is an actual... Convention, con- um, <laughs> There were batteries. Uh, what, what else were... There was Penzoil
1: or Valvoline. Yeah. I don't remember. There was some oil brand. Well, Valvoline was in Mac and Me. It might have been Pennzoil then. That's what yeah. that one wrestler's chugging. That's right. We kind of said there was an undertext that Alka-Seltzer also sponsored it. That's true. So he didn't die.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kopecte. Uh Justin to Kelly. From Justin to Kelly.
1: So, you know, uh I would They're say big one. my favorite alcoholic beverage <laughs> is beer brand beer. <laughs> <laughs> featured prominently in Justin DeKelley. <laughs> the
3: big label that says beer <laughs> I on think it. this is the
1: anti-product placement, right? <laughs> right. This
2: was, This was a generic, there was no product that they were promoting.
1: The funny thing was, though, like, it was front and center. Like, they yes. wanted you to see that it was beer brand beer. So it wasn't like <laughs> just as some, you know, you know like Bud Heinzer or something right. like that, right? It, they didn't like try they to hide it. It was a just labeled beer. They didn't want to show that
2: she was serving Pepsi. <laughs> right. It was right. actually yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was like they almost got a piece of paper
1: yeah. and it's wrote like beer on L-O-M-I it my and name just wrapped is. it yes, around exactly yes. the can. Yes, Do you like beer A or beer B? Yeah. And they just stole one of those. It's from craft services. Okay. Any other comments or should we vote? Vote. All right, let's, let's vote do here. this. Three, two, one, vote. Oh. It's a, so- it is a unanimous BM. You know what that is? It's a hard one. It's, it's a, a solid, solid BM. Yeah. And the winner is Mac and Me. No, I lied. It <laughs> is no, Mac and Me. It's, so- it's the BM. The oh, dang
4: it. <laughs>
1: <terrible>. <laughs> The correct response is I love you, Prant, but that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love
4: it, all right. You suck. All right.
1: And the BM goes to Mac and me. Congratulations, Mac and me. You were just
2: overflowing with product placement. And our next category is the least accurate representation of an industry. And I'll explain that in a moment. But this is a an exclusive category for the Bad Movie Awards in the Exceptionally Bad Movie Podcast. So, hey, this is our, our, our claim to fame. Uh, our nominees are Troll 2, Airbnb, uh, A Talking Cat, uh, Software Development, A Talking Cat, Catering, and Over the Top, Trucking Industry. So, these movies did such an exceptionally bad job that they... Misrepresented an industry so well that we thought we would nominate them. Is uh, that, that yeah? Maybe we so, should talk about troll. Let's yeah. to uh, Airbnb.
3: <laughs> so it's not technically the the company Airbnb, no, but no. it is the idea of that business of model. That business model, <clears throat> where the Waits family trades their home with the patient's family. Yes. yes. So the Waits are going to live on a farm and run the farm for a week while the other family goes to their suburban home and is suburban.
0: Works at his office it's job, maybe? In fairness, it's
1: less like Airbnb and more like a hybrid of Tinder and Airbnb, where it's like you both get something out of it. Right. right? Yeah. Okay. It's farm-er. Uh, <laughs> who With would, no E. <laughs> who would let them...
2: Let their farm go to strangers for a week and let them like take strangers care of their farm. Strangers who have never been farmers before. Yeah. Or strangers that are eating green food and right. have ulterior motives. Like you guess. know,
0: sometimes you're looking for that spark. And the patient's family is like, how bad can they screw up my farm in a week? You know, and how can I catch it up in time for the harvest? I get it; they're they're thrill seekers. You know, they live life on the. You can tell from their personality. Yeah, well, they were so present when they were on screen.
2: (laughs) Well, what about a talking cat with the software development? Does anyone know anything about that industry? I think you need some algorithms (laughs) to do some. Oh, you can't do it without variables. Oh, variables, and
1: and book lights for scanners. That's true, yeah. yes. That was yeah.
2: like a whole new industry, right? It, it is.
1: It's, it's an emergent technology, okay. so I don't want to get too technical and bore people, but it's actually <laughs> fascinating technology. You just shine a light on products, yeah. and uh, based on variables and algorithms, yeah. it can recommend an clothing to you out of your own closet. <laughs> oh, that yeah. sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah. That
2: sounds, okay. It's like, a cool thing it's I'm working like on. like getting you into business school. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then that whole catering thing with the talking cat and cheese she makes puffs. one thing okay yeah she does make cheese puffs but she does so she loses money when she <laughs> makes these cheese puffs she yeah. said that this was a money loser oh, but hold on it. it's a loss yeah. leader.
3: hold on she's the caterer does she actually make the cheese puffs her daughter her daughter makes the, the only makes one salvage. that we have confirmed
1: that actually makes <laughs> She passively
2: aggressively works out to try and get her daughter to come back <laughs> And work in her kitchen to get these chicks. <laughs> and she's doing made. the
1: catering like at her
0: house. Yeah. Uh, so Johnny Whitaker's character, they live in a pretty posh house. Hers looks like it's
1: It it looks like a like a seventies double wide trailer.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's I mean it's her and her two kids, probably enough room for them to live, but I'm like, you couldn't run a catering business out of that no kitchen with the one little oven that that is
1: either hot or cold. I mean, she is oh, pretty God, tough because yeah. she can pick it out. Like she can... Schrodinger's oven.
2: <laughs> I'm still kind of confused how dropping the cheese puffs on the ground, dropping even though a dozen cheese puffs, even, even though they're in a closed them. container and they can't touch the ground, how that ruins them. Maybe they
0: were like a souffle and they
2: deflated. Because she had to make new ones because no, those because he been... ate them.
0: No, oh, no, actually, no. He didn't he, eat those.
2: He right? dropped them, yeah. but they were still in a covered. I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't like they touched the ground. All over him and everything. Yeah. Now that they needed a new batch, it's I mean, like, she, didn't, it's even the, she didn't even look in the container. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? Like, Bracken sense. is incensed right now. <laughs> he was during the movie as well. <laughs> it's
3: one of the highlights of the season. <laughs> Bracken <laughs> losing yeah. it
1: over the caterer. <laughs> So let's talk about uh, trucking and or arm well, wrestling. Don't
2: most truck drivers practice arm wrestling while they're driving?
3: Only if they have installed the weightlifting mechanism that
1: right. Stallone has.
2: Right, Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, so my, my dad drove some short haul trucking routes for a delivery company for a while. And I distinctly remember him having just a huge, just yoked right arm. <laughs> and he showed me the cab one time. I was like, what? What is this lever for? He's like,
2: it's for the wrestling, son. <laughs> Get down to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, Sylvester Stone didn't have a right arm bigger than his other arm, right? Right. He was pretty well balanced. Like, how did that work? He
0: probably, like, when he parks at night, he just whips out the left arm.
2: Did he kind of just turn and then use the other arm? Like,
1: uh... Yeah, I... I mean, the, the fact that he's a long-haul trucker and doesn't even have a cab yeah. it's literally just the front seat. That so That's right. Now, yeah. I mean, I don't drive long-haul trucks, and I figure that's probably a
3: shortcoming there. Right. N- not yeah. to mention the whole thing about letting a 14-year-old drive your,
1: yeah. your life. Anyway. I'm pretty sure there's something about that in your CDL test that says don't let your 14-year-old estranged son drive your truck. Right. Or,
0: or say, do you want to lay on my shoulder when you're just
1: going to sleep in the cab? Yeah. on your, yeah. your cross country you do not want the highway patrol knocking on your window
2: alright well it's time to vote so you all know what I'm voting for and one, two, three, and the winner is a talking cat for catering not winner
5: yes, did.
2: what's
5: that? you said winner
1: you can say it to oh, BM uh... do it again <laughs> this I was... love you Brack <laughs> but that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do that again
2: and the BM award goes to a talking cat for catering. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo!
0: And our next category is over the top villain. And the nominees are Selena from Supergirl, Credence from Troll 2, Turl. From Battlefield Earth and Reptile from Mortal Kombat. So, do uh, you guys have any thoughts on over-the-top villain?
2: Well, villains uh, are always fun, right? I mean, they kind of make the movie and they make it or break it. So, this is this is the exaggerated exception uh, category, right?
3: I feel like Reptile was pretty pretty ridiculous. I mean, from a design standpoint, he is just. I don't even know how he made it in the movie and then you know he's got his one fight scene where he's invisible and uh it's supposed to be tense but the best part so of that ridiculous scene is when he that... goes
1: into the the color swap version of scorpion that's where he right. just turns into green scorpion right uh, yeah yeah and then fight. otherwise he looks like a taffy gecko that's right
0: <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> just stupid not <laughs> <threatening>. horrible yeah <laughs> horrible effects John Travolta gives an amazingly bad performance as the villain. Stuff he does makes no sense, (laughs) Um, and he's just
1: overacting like crazy.
2: Pretty hammy. Yeah.
1: He no, he did not phone in a single scene. Like he tried to chew up every single inch (laughs) of that film. (laughs) So I just,
3: I want to take this minute, this moment, to also say that we've heard from a lot of listeners. Who have read that book that that Battlefield Earth is an excellent book. (laughs) And somehow that movie is just so bad. Anyway, I just think that uh, John Travolta it's John Travolta's
2: fault.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Credence. Credence, I mean
2: Where do you begin?
0: I love her. She (laughs) She has my heart. (laughs) She was my one of my she was probably my favorite villain this season.
2: Yes, yes.
0: And she was amazing.
1: By far the most druidic, villain this season, this yes. season. That's Nate, true. You had a-
0: and goblinic. <laughs>
2: what, what? What could you do to describe her performance that stood out to you? Oh, so,
0: the best way I can describe her performance—I've <laughs> a good example—is you've got the kid either in your like community production of a, of a play or the high school play. And they think they're on their way to Juilliard, but they're not. Um, and so, a lot of her movements felt like they were designed for the stage. Yeah, she lots of large movements. Think uh, that's the only big I could think. Big Facial, big facial, and big yeah. body movements. You're like, okay, maybe she, maybe she has has some theater training, and she's still thinking she's gotta be making these movements for the, the people in the orchestra section. Not the orchestra, that's the front, sorry. The, the people like in the balcony. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm smart. And <laughs> uh, and um it, but it was just so I, I I hate to keep using the word over the term over the top, but it was just This I,
3: is the category over the top. But, but it was
0: I mean it goes beyond ham. Let yeah.
1: let me paint a picture for okay. you. Okay. If a librarian and the entire band of KISS had a baby, <laughs> and she was a beautiful little girl that is credence
2: <laughs> uh, as I look back, I think about that character and how she was grotesque and kind of villainous, but then she had that for me, it was a surprise arc where she starts to become more and more beautiful, yeah, and then she seduces uh i don't know she takes the, her glasses off right yeah, yeah. well that's, she seduces she does too. legitimately
1: yeah. like get. Yeah, don't know. She's, yeah, she's. I attractive, mean, she's. Attractive. she's yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: guys, it was the corn.
1: Yeah, she brings. It's.
0: Yeah, yeah you were distracted by that
2: cob of corn. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was significant of the scene, but uh, it was just uh, a well performance that is unique yep. to, to film.
1: Yeah, she. I love her so much. <laughs>
0: she's not. <laughs> she doesn't get the iconic recognition that Arnold's character. His no. name is
3: Arnold, right? Arnold's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, that that so Arnold
0: yeah. scene. But yeah. she really was the star
2: of this movie. Yeah, that's for sure. But what about her eyes? Were her eyes well lit?
0: Uh, well, I mean, no one can compare to Faye Dunaway. That's I mean, she fun. had she had a surgically <laughs> spotlights that kind of kind of go up from off her shoulders, so her eyes are always yeah.
2: lit up. just
3: her eyes. The rest of her face is in shadow.
2: <laughs> Selena and Supergirl, well lit
3: in um, every single shot, no matter yes. whether she was outside or
2: inside. So <laughs> always dressed like she's going to uh the opera right?
0: and then her imaginary friend is always dressed a little more (laughs) frumpily
1: yeah and not nearly as well lit yes so i I have to inject a little a little anecdote here so i recently changed uh physical locations of my desk at work okay and the way that my desk is set up when i'm on zoom calls i have these huge bay windows that have an enormous amount of natural light the computer screens, I've got dual monitors block off right where my nose is. Oh,
3: the bottom half of your and face. so
1: every single zoom meeting I'm full on Faye Dunaway. Every single thing. I'll have to take a I'll have to take a screenshot and share it with you. But That's it is awesome. the worst thing. So I'm like, I'm either up and then my mouth is in shadow or I go down and my forehead's lit. So I just I just ride the Faye Dunaway line. <laughs>
2: So keep the stare alive, man. Keep the eye contact going. That's great. Well, it sounds like we're time to vote. Yep. Hey, you guys ready to vote? Do we even need to vote?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know why I'm getting my cards here. I, I already know who won.
0: All right, we're ready. Three, two, one.
1: Oh, it's... And <laughs> Brad voted for
0: a dark horse candidate. <laughs> All right, so... Well, the voting was unanimous. And a very solid award, BM, goes to Credence from Troll2. Congratulations. Best,
3: worst. Our next category is Most Distracting Music. And the nominees are A Talking Cat from Justin to Kelly, Over the Top. And Troll Two. So this category has to do with music that really took us out of the film for some for one reason or another. Uh, so why did we pick these nominees? What about Troll Two? Like I barely remember the music in that, but I remember the distinct problem with it.
1: Yeah. So most music, it it flows across a couple scenes, in Troll Two. When the scene cut, the music immediately cut off. There was right zero the transition. Middle. Yeah,
3: yeah. It usually you put the music on after the movie is done. This it felt like they were playing the music live as yeah. they filmed, and so when they cut the when they cut the shot, they cut the music with it as well, and it just cut off.
1: Well, and it was one of those things. It was. It wasn't just once. It was either. sneaky, it was distracting time. though, because yes. it it wasn't until halfway through the movie that we're like, "What is going on?" Then we realized, "Oh." All of the music cuts off the second the, the, the video cuts to a new scene.
2: Over the Top was nominated, and it had that Meet Me Halfway song, which was antithetical to the whole, he kept telling his son to that you can't, can't meet you halfway. Or yeah, the world something. doesn't meet you halfway. The world yeah. doesn't meet you halfway. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. And then this theme song comes in, and it's like, Meet Me Halfway. It's like, that's not what the story is about. I mean, about. the
0: song itself is fine. Kenny yeah. Longus does a good job with it, but right. it,
3: yeah, it, like Bracken it, said, it just makes no sense. It was confusing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm still confused. <laughs> <laughs> no. from...
3: All right, from Justin to
1: Kelly. Um, is there music in that? Um, I, I mean, Bracken, you're kind of the musical uh, genius here. <laughs> I think this was supposed to be a
2: musical, right? I think that was a musical, yeah. <laughs> was it a musical? Uh, yes it was. <laughs> I don't remember any of the songs, sorry. Was it a memorable <laughs> musical? I remember that scene with Alexa in the bar singing. That's right. I don't remember what the song was. I remember at the very end that they sang a non-original song. What song was it? Was it... The, that's the way I, I yeah, like that's Yeah, that's the way. Right.
1: The worst rendition ever.
2: Yeah. It was pretty bad.
3: Right? So it's a musical you should want to sing along with the songs as you watch the musical. Yeah. Um, this you just couldn't wait for I the just songs wanted to be done. And, and they the way. would
0: uh-huh, they would uh-huh, also
2: I like it they would transition into this musical numbers with it being a cappella and while they were talking and Right. it just did not work. It was very awkward and weird.
1: You think it's yeah. distracting if we just start saying, Hey Bracken and also yeah, it's <laughs> I, I will give a hundred dollars to anybody who can give me one line out of any one of those songs besides that's the way I like it. Any takers?
2: I can't. Think give me, of that.
1: give me I, three words from any song in that movie.
2: Uh, I'm trying to think of
1: that towel song. Uh, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. I don't. I, I can't remember.
4: I
2: can't remember anything. That's how memorable that movie was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then,
3: um, A talking cat. What was distracted? I, I fe- can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you still haunted by that movie? <laughs> we all are. I f- I feel like that might have been the first movie that th- of the ones that we watched for the show that we're like what is going on with the music? Right. And I s- I think the music's all from the public domain, <laughs> right? And it's it, circus public kind of, kind, of yeah. cir- kind of circus music, and I swear there's one that like has slide whistle. Yep, and the, those whizzy things that go <laughs> and. Oh, so good. it's, like, all of that <laughs> stuff that's, like, no, that's just public domain, and none of it matches, like, the that's mood right. of the scenes that they're in.
2: I'm remembering this car driving through the roads for three minutes. The <laughs> yeah. music.
1: <laughs> it was random.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that
0: was, that was moving into a different film, but, like... <laughs> it was... Crazy. It never, was...
1: Never has a calliope gotten more play in right. any soundtrack. <laughs> but, yeah, it was...
5: At first when we were watching it I almost thought that Ben had
0: some circus music playing somewhere <laughs> else cuz it makes zero sense with the yeah, movie. It didn't fit in. Hey, we talk about we talk about it being a character in movies like is this is the character you hated.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, shall we vote? It was so bad I think it kind of hated us back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The music so bad it hates you back.
3: <laughs>
1: the music that hates it young.
3: All right. Three, two, one. It is unanimous. Okay. Uh, and the BM Award goes to A Talking Cat.
1: The next category is Most Distracting Cinematography. And the nominations... Dang it. And the nom- okay, I'm gonna do that again. I don't know why this is so hard. And the next category is most distracting cinematography, and the nominees are Battlefield Earth, Don't Dunaway's Eyes. I'm reading this. A
3: movie. This is like Saturday Night Live, where you're reading the cue cards, and they've changed them, so it's the first time you're reading them.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I got halfway
1: through that Before I realized That's not a movie title <laughs> Okay hold on And the next category is Most distracting cinematography And the nominees are Battlefield Earth Supergirl Cool as Ice Mortal Kombat And Alone in the Dark Um, I will say early on The very first thing That like comments That we made Were about The horrendous Dutch angles In Battlefield Earth mm-hmm. Again, much as my son has picked up cool as ice and trying to drip water into my mouth, everything is a Dutch angle now. So he's like, oh, look at that Dutch angle.
3: There's nothing wrong with Dutch angles when used appropriately. <laughs> right. So just not every scene. Not every scene. Got it. Okay.
2: They also had that coloring, you know, the blue. Everything was blue. Blue or yellow, yeah. depending yeah. on whether they were in or outside, I believe, or I can't yeah. remember. Blue but, everywhere unless you were There was a outdoors. reason behind it, but it just was distracting, right?
3: Faye Dunaway <laughs> This looks like it says so, it says Faye runaway. <laughs> Faye runaway's eyes.
1: <laughs> Her eyes did run away with it though. I mean, she had supernatural like Supergirl had superpowers. Faye Dunaway's eyes had supernatural Lighting.
2: <laughs> I think it, the, the, I think Faye's eyes really bothered um, Ben. But they did. I, they I really didn't were... really notice it until you brought it up. But.
3: The, the thing that bothered me the most is when I saw it in the behind the scenes stuff, and she had Stole the same <laughs> lighting on her eyes behind the scenes as she did
1: in the, movie. in the movie. Turns out it has nothing to do with lighting. She actually just has a full time five o'clock shadow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she has a tattoo. <laughs>
3: Cool as ice. Uh, Bracken, do you want to explain this one?
2: Uh, This is the scene with the water truck. So she's walking away from the dance at night. So what happens in movies is that, you know, if you ever are on a street scene at night, in any movie, I've only seen it once in all of cinema history, where if you're at night, they don't water down the street. They always water it down to make it wet. So that there's a reflection on the lighting, and so it looks more dynamic and interesting. Even, yeah. even if the movie's in the in the middle of the desert, and it's you know there's a famine going on, and there's a drought, they're gonna still water down the street. It's just a thing that they do to make it look good. Well, in Cool as Ice, they actually have the truck going down, watering the street. I don't know if that was.
3: They did it. They must not have had time to wait. They're it. like, look, we've got like 15 minutes. We can't wait for the truck. Let's I mean, just it, film it.
2: Yeah, and so it's like coming by the protagonist's cat, and she has to be rescued by uh, Cool as Ice and Vanilla Ice, and he comes and help. You know, gets her out of the way, right? Yeah. But it's kind of it was, it was, a, a, it was a
0: bold directorial move to leave the water truck in the scene yeah, <laughs> yeah so I,
2: that's I, that's how we interpreted
1: it anyway i think it was a metaphor for his melting heart <laughs> it went from <laughs> ice oh her stone heart because you put yes. it oh, was
0: right. ice to right. melt a stone heart. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: so Thank there you. was also some fun uh shots with the you know the. Editing uh, the montage, fast speed, fast speed, but also like the the bizarre, you know, Pee Wee Herman house with the the, The the, giant salt and pepper shakers, Force perspective, and the the TV and the the salt and pepper shakers, and that was all done in camera, and some of the dance scenes and stuff. So interesting choice there. As cool as Ice's nominee. What about Mortal Kombat?
1: So
0: Mortal Kombat has two colors. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well. So any scene shot outside in the daytime was just natural lighting, and it looked fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were at Welder's Bay to get on the <laughs> boat... Official name. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've, you've all been to Welder's Bay. Yeah. Um, so in case listeners don't remember, like, up till to the, uh, the point they get on the boat to go to wherever this island is, like, there's always someone welding something. There's sparks. In the background. The background.
1: In many cases, like, a dozen people That's welding right. something yeah. it's, at
0: night. It's like it was by the Welders Union or something. Yeah, right. And so, that had a lot of sparks and flames. I mean, so those night shots, any outside shot was
1: fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inside, it was blue? Exclusively blue. Very blue. Um, and then one scene that
0: it wasn't. And then one scene where you go to, like, Scorpion's lair. Where it's lava. It, it yeah. was lava, so it was red.
2: Blue lights, like against cave walls, yeah. kind of like bright blue lights.
1: Like if you've been to one of those, like Halloween spook houses, mm-hmm. where they're just shining a blue light on the wall somewhere to make it spooky. That's that, mortal that was Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah, uh, blue lighting. The one super fun yellow red lighting because it was in the lava. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, it, it was just it got to the point where it was distracting. Sometimes it was hard to see what was going yeah. on. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh thank goodness they had a completely pointless scene outside just so we can actually see what's going on. Yeah. But like yeah. So it was it was a blue. I don't know. It, was the ship blue?
3: Was the lighting on the boat? I think blue? it was. The it b- feels green in my memory, but I don't remember. Yeah. No you know what? I think it was blue because we talked about it at that point. We started pointing out the colors. Yeah. The boat that doesn't
2: rock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> all the chains. Ghost boat.
3: And then the last one, Alone in the Dark?
2: Speaking of things that we couldn't see, right?
3: <laughs> I mean, it isn't Alone in the Light.
1: <laughs> but it's also not It's also not invite the invite the audience into the dark, right? It's right. like, we should be able to see what's Listen, happening.
3: Listen, when their guns went off, you could see them for a split second every time they pulled the trigger. <laughs> well,
1: and then they, like, double and triple down on the dark when they went yes. to that when German the- death metal scene yeah. where it was nothing but... Black, yeah, and then people would flash on scene for like maybe two frames, yeah. with like muzzle blasts. Mm-hmm.
3: It was not for photosensitive epilepsy. No, no. Yeah.
1: when
0: they opened the portal to wherever it is the aliens are from, oh right, the yeah. big dark hole, the big yeah. payoff at the end. <laughs> and you, I could not see anything. Yeah, I'm assuming there was a ton of the monsters. They were like,
3: scared, so there must have been
2: something. There was
0: there was something, but it,
2: it was in a distracting way there too, right? It, it wasn't like a suspenseful. Oh, I wonder what is there. It's hey, I can't see, and I don't
0: understand what's going on. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so like in in the Masters of the Universe, Skeletor and Human fight in the dark, in which we find out it's because there was no more money left. It was a little bit distracting, but still not they like did the best they could. The, you know, yeah. it's like they did it made was. the best. They, they yeah, made they, the best of situation. It made it a little bit spooky, I guess. But this movie, like, here's our big payoff. Here's where we see where the aliens are and. I'm looking at, like, a black screen. Well, yeah. do you
1: remember, do you remember, for anybody who's seen Lord of the Rings, you know when they're in Moria? That, so, in the Mines of Moria, there's all these orcs yes. just pouring out of out these of the pillars. Walls, it's yeah. almost an exact setup. Like, it, you're right. It's scene very similar. This, yeah. But the the way that it was directed and the way that it was shot yep. in Lord of the fun. Rings, you could see the menace. You could see, you know, yep. it looked like an, somebody just kicked an anthill, and it's just pouring menace right. everywhere. Whereas when you look at the Alone in the Dark, it's like a poorly done matte painting that's so dark that you can't even tell if anything's happening. So like I closed the door in the bathroom
3: and turned the light off. Another problem with Alone in the Dark is um, one of the things a cinematographer wants to do is kind of show you the space so that you understand where you are and where everyone and everything is. If you think about Christian Slater's apartment, his loft or whatever, how... Awkward it is, and like you're, are we inside or are we outside? Are we in a garage? Wait, there's a car in his house, and that kind of thing. All with the framing of the camera, we were completely lost throughout that. <laughs> yeah, very we lived much in so. the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, that's basically true.
1: <laughs> All right, any any other comments, or let's or should we vote? Okay, three, two, one, vote. It was a close one there, and the winner is. No. Battlefield earth no. son of a <laughs> <laughs>
5: It's hard not to say So cool. hard.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I, I want to man, keep you I, I need you <laughs> to step it up. Okay. <laughs> Pooper, get out of the kitchen.
3: What? <laughs>
0: okay. There you go.
3: Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to <I'm> try. <trying laughs> <to>.
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> The that and the BM Award goes to Battlefield Earth. Congratulations. L. Ron Hubbard. Pooper, get out of the kitchen. Is that a dark comment saying? I need to do that again. Okay. And the BM Award goes to Battlefield Earth. Congratulations, L. Ron Hubbard.
3: We okay. write it here. Fight it is, scene. It is a Malfoy. Okay. Oh, we do have fight scene. Oh,
5: what's it?
0: A Malfoy? Yeah. So it was a mashup mean? of two different metaphors. <laughs> oh God! It it's a mash, That's a... a mashup of like either poop or get off the pot, or if, <laughs> and if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it on a movie. I can't remember what movie I saw it. The guy's like either. He didn't say poop. <laughs> yeah. right. poop or get out of the kitchen. So...
2: Next category is most except what? I'm tired. Of it. Most exceptionally <laughs> bad. Bracket's going downhill. Yeah.
5: Over the past five minutes, I've seen <laughs> him just like his
2: eyes are getting lower and lower. It's wilting. Lower. It's only ten. It's ten twenty. <laughs> I'm in bed at <laughs> yeah. Our next category is exceptionally bad costumes, and the nominees are from Justin to Kelly: Solar Babies, Battlefield Earth, Mortal Kombat and Masters of the Universe. Let's discuss.
0: So, Justin DeKelly, I think we discussed in that episode that it felt like the costuming was done by 80s Paul
2: Abdul. Yes, Yes. right. Yes. 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 And I felt like there was a little mix of Gilligan's Island, like, you know... The yeah, the nerdy solid guy. Solid red shirt. Yep. Or, you know, the Skipper's got the bright blue shirt. Like, there was a little bit of that, too, mm-hmm. where some people, they just had solid colors.
1: Fully feeling out the technicolor spectrum. Yeah, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> the Paul <laughs> Abdul thing. <laughs> I mean, that was right on. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it was a lot of, like, shredded fabric that was, like, braided or knotted yeah. or just hanging artfully. Yeah. Yes.
0: And... And I don't know why it was distractingly this way, but in a beach movie, your male lead is the one person who
1: is never never wears beach
0: wear. He's the most dressed of all of the characters Yes, in a spring break, spring break beach movie where he's the mayor of spring break. Break.
1: Even the nerd who has zinc oxide all over his nose, takes his shirt off more (laughs) than the lead in that movie. Solar babies. So, the villains specifically. Yeah, yeah.
2: so I, this, I had to nominate them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the villains, they've got, they're out in the desert, it's hot, but the villains are wearing these, like, pleather, leather jackets that are super thick and padded and have the big, like, 80s shoulder pads and, I don't know, there's, it just, they were amazing. Well, it's the kind of,
1: this is the kind of suit that would squeak when you walk, right? Yeah, like, man. if you're going down the hall, it's like, right? It's they all look really really cool right? it's almost like, like a like, rubber
0: right. nazi yeah
3: was, there was yes. a little bit of, kind of a yeah.
0: bright well, blue. they also
1: had the stormtrooper samurai looking people who just looked derivative yeah. right it was
2: and there's the whole everyone's in roller skates thing too right, right? so that was kind of fun
1: <laughs> the only thing the only costume that made sense in that entire movie was the tree jesus cult that's true. Where everybody Actually had just did. kind of like flowing, kind of light linen yep. robes, kind of stuff. That
2: made sense, but there was some heavy Mad Max influence on the whole movie. Yeah, with the set design and some of the props, and then of course the costumes, some costuming. of the vehicles, yeah. yeah, entire town, yeah, entire town, yeah, it was fun stuff.
3: Battlefield Earth, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I think not, not. Not counting I the sixth not, finger. Not, this was not my, my <laughs> nomination. Well, there's like the snot.
1: Trail thing, <laughs> yeah. The, nose. the breathers or yeah. and everybody's breathers, whatever
3: standing on stilts, gigantic,
0: but not good. Hood.
1: Like so, this.
3: I mean, they look like Kiss. Like right, their costumes yes. look like they were Kiss yes. with these gigantic platform boots and yes, leather and buckles and
1: it's like that kid who's moody who wears exclusively like black clothing and mm-hmm. has those nine foot tall. Black lace up boots. Yep. That's what it looks like everybody's wearing. And then everyone had gigantic dreadlock
3: wigs.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, I said it once, I'll say it again. There must have been a Hollywood hair shortage after yes. this movie went into production. <laughs> because there was so much hair, right? And they, their heads yeah. were enormous. Everything was hairy, even yeah. their hands yeah. were, were hairy.
1: Mortal Kombat. <sighs> So, the video game got a lot of crap for its color swap for all of its characters. Right. You know, there's like yeah, yeah. three characters that are exactly the same characters. Scorpion in red, scorpion in swap. black,
3: scorpion in yellow and blue, yes. whatever. Yeah.
1: I will say there's one exception to this. I thought Goro was fantastic. Absolutely. I thought that was a technological marvel. Everybody else felt either super derivative or just. Weird and uncomfortable. They looked like they were from a video game or something. I know. Well, I, f- I felt like the <laughs> nerds.
0: I, f- I felt like they, and this isn't necessarily costuming, but I guess kind of also costuming. I feel like they had the same kind of effects. Um, Goro aside, like they were—they were like, "Oh, look, we found all the old equipment from Supergirl. This is this is what we're going to use for all of our like special effects." Yeah. And so, and it's ten years later. Right. And so, uh, so Kano. He has the thing over his eye. Um, does he shoot the laser beam in this movie? I can't no, even remember. I don't, I don't think I don't, he ever does. I don't, he doesn't. I don't think he does. It, he does up, not, it does not
1: look like it's something that's like part of his skull. It looks it, like it, a it giant looks, prosthetic. It, it looks
3: like, like an eye patch. Outside, like uh, an eye so. patch they put on it. And then Masters of the Universe. So, I
2: just felt bad that he never really got a costume change, right? He never became He-Man? He-Man, yeah. yeah. He never got out of... He's rocking his straps in, and he's in cloth. He cloth. He comes to Earth and then he's like still He Man. He doesn't change into his alter ego. Never, no yeah. Prince Adam. I, I was also
1: disappointed that uh, Courtney Cox's character, I just didn't buy her as a hero. <laughs> it was all it came down to costuming. <laughs> I did not buy her as an orphan. <laughs> Such bad costume.
0: Toys. Well, the best, yeah. the best costume villain from that Assassin Squad yeah. that Skeletor hired was the first one to die. Is the first? It's, a, the, yeah. it's the only one to die. Oh, right, right. right. And yeah.
3: it was like, what was this? Yeah, the lizard. The guy lizard. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was
0: amazing. And then he was. Yeah. they're like, well, there's the budget, <laughs> and
1: uh, and poor Skeletor had zero peripheral vision. Yeah, oh. he had a concave nose that was convex. I'll say it. he had an Audi instead of an Innie for a skeleton nose.
2: That was a bit distracting. All right, let's vote. I'm just expecting you to edit everything out, which you're going to be very busy doing. It'll be like, yeah, I'm leaving okay. that, that in. Okay. Ready? You ready? Solar babies. It's you. Oh, am I doing this one? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna do it right. That's right. Uh, all right, and the BM award goes to Solar Babies.
0: The next category is exceptionally bad fight scene. The nominees are Cool as Ice, Mortal Kombat, The Wicker Man. At Battlefield Earth. Somebody so, tell let's us explain
2: the these, yeah. Yeah. I love the scene in Wicker Man with the bear, and he's just going at it. Nick Cage is at the top of his game, and he is just on a mission to take out as many villains as possible.
1: <laughs> he's just throwing furry haymakers at the
3: poor barmaid. <laughs> yeah, it it was the most uh, uh, kind of surprising of. All of the fight scenes, I think, like when he finally, like, actually well, throws a punch, well, and he like well, does a diving actually, kick. He
2: throws a punch in the middle of the movie too, yeah. to the barmaid, right? Right, yeah. Is that what you're well, talking it, about? Well, it's
3: it's all part of the, the same thing. So he does that, and then he goes and gets the bear suit, yes. and punches right. yes. the other girl. I mean, but
2: you'd think that he'd be a little bit. There
3: was he, no lead up. It was, there was
2: just. <laughs> it just. He didn't really see that he was. He didn't see what we all saw. I mean, he was going to this island where everyone's the villain, right? right. It's pretty... It's like, come on, guy. It's, you're a cop. You <laughs> should know a little bit
3: better. But. All right. Mortal Kombat.
0: Well, I mean, it is a fighting movie. Right. So there are a lot of fights. But I think we're uh, talking about a specific There's one fight. in particular. Um, well, a, a... Okay. So like a sub category for this movie so like an honorable mention that doesn't this is not the nominee is the fight between katana and Liu Kang on the beach
1: where they're that serve no, like
0: where they dancing yeah where right. they're kind of like flirting with each other and it ends and it served no purpose yeah yeah uh so that i feel like that's an honorable mention but i think the fight of the film is johnny cage versus goro where Johnny Cage does the split so this is actually from the video game yeah. Johnny Cage does the splits and then he'll punch his opponent in the nuts and so he yep. <laughs> the, the nut punch against goro and then the very very anticlimactic where goro, goro just kind of falls, falls off. off the <laughs> yeah. edge yeah. pretty yeah. surprising yeah. <laughs> and the whole time
1: raids in the background like, like, time, he's like, like yeah, yeah and he, he's browing
0: it up.
3: <laughs> Oh, man. In Vanilla Ice, uh, Vanilla Ice comes... To, is this at the Happy... It's at the Sugar Shack. At the Sugar Shack, yeah. sorry. He comes to the Sugar Shack, and these other kids are messing with his friend's motorcycle, and so then they fight. Yeah. Yeah. He comes he up and says,
1: what's up, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> you know some stuff's going down. Mm-hmm.
3: And then uh, Battlefield Earth, uh, Turl... John
1: Travolta. Yeah. Uh, I forget the setup to this. Um, I, I think he was, so they had, I think they'd recaptured some of the humans and they were kind of getting oh. out of line. Uh-huh. So he,
0: well, he takes him out because he wants him to mine the gold. Right. Yeah. And so then he wants to show him how tough they are. Yep. And the first thing he does is he blows that guy's head up. Oh yeah. Right.
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> the collar on. But I think the fight we're talking about is Travolta versus the cow. Yes. Yeah. I, I like to call it Turl has beef with beef. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he shoots the cow's leg off.
1: I mean, it happens off screen, I think. No, you know, no, you see the cow's no, leg, see leg get blown off. off. And it, and it, it's, it's a bloodless
0: it's, thing. It's, it's clearly like, like a like model of a cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it was to show how good of a shot he was or something. <laughs> yeah. I can shoot the leg off a bovine from 400 yards. It's that
1: cow that's standing there, twenty feet
0: away. <laughs> Are y'all ready to vote?
1: I'm ready. Okay.
0: All right. One, two, three. Oh, oh, it's a tie. tie. Oh
5: man, this is where I come in. Yep. Wait, what'd you guys do? Wait, Nick Cage?
0: Nick Cage or or Mortal or, Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. or yeah. Cage? Yeah. 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 Nick Cage so, or Johnny
1: Cage? Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Which cage? Oh, it's a cage match. <laughs> Step into the cage. <laughs>
5: <laughs> ben really got a kick out of that one. <laughs> that, match. that actually wasn't on purpose. <laughs> that just worked out perfectly. <laughs> so I'm going to break the tie with Nick Cage, the bear suit, just punching like with all of his might. With all of his Woman.
3: frustration.
5: All of his frustration, because I was right there with them. We do not condone I was like, so
3: the yes, violence towards women. What or does anyone this say that about matter. you, Danny, the...
0: and how you feel about women? Like, let's just do some quick psychiatry here. Reverse psychiatry.
5: I am not going to go answer that.
0: <laughs> Don't step into the trap. So that's how I had to get out of that cage.
2: Yeah. So that was a bear trap. It was, yes. <laughs> I didn't say so myself.
0: And the BM goes to. Wicker Man.
3: The next category is Exceptionally Bad Quote. And the nominees are Cool As Ice. I'll see you later. you seeing me now. From Justin to Kelly.
4: Come here
5: often?
3: Oh, hey, we met at the beach, right?
5: Yeah, my friends call me Kelly for short.
3: Troll 2.
4: They're eating her! And then they're going to eat me! Oh my god!
3: Battlefield Earth.
1: While you were still learning how to spell your name! I was being trained to conquer galaxies. Yeah.
3: And over the top.
5: What I do is I, I just try to take my hat and I turn it around, and it's like a switch that goes on, and when the switch goes on, I feel like another person. I feel, I don't know. I feel like a,
1: like a truck. <laughs> do we even <laughs> need to say anything about these? They, I, I mean. So we had a little internal dialogue before this because I think every single movie had at least one line yeah. that was absolutely memorable. Right that after it, we were quoting it to each other. But we these are kind of the best of the best, yeah. right, or the best of the worst of the best.
0: These are the we had to whittle it down.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good gracious. Well, you guys heard it. Yeah. So we don't. I don't think we need don't
3: to. Talk, don't think we we don't need, need,
0: need to, to talk argue. about let's it. Just, uh,
3: uh, let's
1: just vote here. Three, two, one.
3: And the BM Award goes to Cool as Ice.
1: you see seeing me now. Seeing now. And now for our most prestigious award, The Gilded BM. And for reference, this is the most bestest, worstest, exceptionally bad movie. This is our favorite movie that we've watched all season. And the nominees are cool as ice mac and me troll 2 a talking cat supergirl and masters of the universe all right
2: what do you guys think these were all fun in their own way they all had their own unique uh, personalities their strengths some of them we liked more than others
1: it's a tough call yeah it is tough I, i will say there are a couple standouts i think there are some that are just even outside of our podcast are right. universally recognized That's true. as just being exceptionally bad.
0: Yeah. I, there are some, I think it, it, Mac and me and troll two are kind
1: of well-known yep. bad yep. movies. I, I would say, so the first one we even watched was cool as ice. I had never seen it. That came completely out of left field for yeah. me. Did you that, guys had all seen it no. probably multiple well, times. I, and I, I saw it a long time ago. So it yeah. was
3: almost out of left field for me as yeah. well. And I was like, Oh man, this is a pretty great bad
2: movie, right? Yeah. yeah, Vanilla Ice is amazing, and there's just so many fun things to enjoy about yep. that movie.
1: Okay, and do we have any other? Anybody want to stake their claim on anything?
2: I just want to say, Supergirl's always been got a special place in my heart for for her because I saw her for my saw the movie from my childhood, and it's just always a fun treat yep. in the super world, Superman world.
1: I I would say I'm also a fan of... I mean, this is where I'm a little torn of magic and food. And you've got the Omega Hadron Con Queso, and you have literally everything that's green in Troll 2. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and magical bologna sandwiches That's (laughs) right. (laughs) Double-decker, triple-decker.
3: I remember as a
0: kid being super excited for Masters of the Universe. And as a kid, I think I
3: really enjoyed it. it. Yeah. And now... It disappoints in the best way
1: it really does it really (laughs) does i I will say probably one of the the episodes that i had the most fun doing was probably masters of the universe i think i had the most fun with that because i got to be a little kid again and just (laughs) i don't know look at it through different eyes i guess
0: one of my favorite moments was watching and then recording the episode of a talking cat with yes. Bracken's response to the whole cheese puff, yeah. and the mom's complete one eighty of her personality—that was that was high warm That was definitely of all of our episodes, one of the greatest I'm here, moments. <laughs> I just never seen Bracken where he—he he, he was laughing so hard he couldn't even speak. I'd never seen that happen. He was—he's always, always someone. I mean, he's—he wore a tuxedo here tonight. I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's always just so poised and in and you know
1: in control
4: yes
1: (laughs) okay danny this is your last your last chance to weigh in you can add a little spice a little seasoning to our commentary
5: no spice really i think cool as ice started the whole thing like cool as ice
1: has a very special place in my heart all right we're gonna let the universe and just us individually decide. Okay. <laughs> put them in oh, a I random number generator <laughs> no 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 we voted <laughs> yeah. all right and the gilded bm goes to troll 2 Congratulations, Troll, Two! And doggone it, I love Creed so much. Oh, like, I really do want to meet her in person one day. Yeah. If, seriously, if anybody knows the actress, please get her in touch with us. We love her so much.
2: It's a rare movie when you're trying your best to make a great, exceptional movie, and something like this happens, and it becomes so bad, yet it's entertaining at the same time. Yeah, It's fun to watch. Uh, you're, you're never bored, and you're just dumbfounded at how the plot can turn left right and the dialogue really keeps moving you along with your interest all all in one time so yeah it's definitely a movie that if you have
3: not seen it you need to make every effort to go watch it grab a group of friends and watch it together and i promise you you will love it
1: this was one of the first movies that i watched because i knew it was bad yeah like somebody had told me about this that said, look, this is a terrible, terrible movie, and you absolutely have to see it.
2: <laughs> I have to say, now that we've done our awards, that I am quite excited for our new season. And we've, you That's know, right. This is the end of the season, but it's also the beginning of a new one, and we've got many, many fun and exciting movies planned yep. in our coming episodes. And I'm really, really looking forward to watching. For
3: so, yes, yeah, season fun. two starts next week. It starts on Tuesday.
1: So look forward to that. Yep. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thanks. Bad movies with
3: your friends. Bad
5: movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Ugh, that was terrible. Can we fix that in post?